What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Sup Guys podcast. This is Big Reader here with you. We have a ton of updates going on in the sports world. I know everybody's been keeping up with everything with the MLB trade deadline. A lot of changes been happening. And then college conference realignment. Some major updates there as well. So I'm going to keep you filled in, give you some sports shorts, sports updates this week. I'll keep you up to speed on it all. So starting off with the MLB, let's get into it. So many things have gone on and just kind of exploded since this last week. I know we we talked about it in last week's episode, all the people who we were kind of projecting to get traded, and then some of the people who actually did get traded. Some of the some of the things we guess happened, a lot of them didn't. But here is as of Tuesday at Tuesday afternoon. Deadline hasn't quite hit yet. It hits at 6 p.m. Going to be crazy to see what happens going down the wire, but some of the biggest moves that have happened so far in MLB right now start off with the Dodgers. The Dodgers have acquired Ahmad Rosario from the Cleveland Guardians. In exchange for that, the Guardians are getting Noah Syndergaard and some cash. So Noah Syndergaard, of course, everybody knows he isn't what he used to be. I mean, maybe if he goes to another change of scenery, he can get back to his full potential, but He's, he's kind of been around the league for a while. He's getting older. Ahmad Rosario, great shortstop. It's the middle infielder that the Dodgers are needing right now. So big move there for them. The other big move that the L.A. Dodgers got, they acquired Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly, as you know, was on the Dodgers previously. Now they got him back. Lance Lynn, he's that other, Dodgers, he's that other starting pitcher that the Dodgers need in their rotation right now. Lance Lynn has kind of been up and down. He has been having a decent year. I wouldn't say he's been bad. He has not been bad at all. Lance Lynn is still a great pitcher. He'd be good in any rotation. So for them two, the White Sox, they actually ended up getting Nick Nestrini. He is a one of the top prospects in the Dodgers organization as a pitcher. He's got a lot of potential. I think he's down in double A right now. Um, he is... Just like I said, a lot of potential. He, once he gets up the league, it could be huge for the White Sox. Then um, they also got another prospect, but not as big of a name. And then they also got Trace Thompson as well. Trace Thompson, as you know, he started off the year kind of hot. He had that game where he hit like three or four bombs. I mean, he's he's a solid piece. He is good, kind of that transition player up until you get your guys up. He can fill that role and be a be some decent talent. Might change things. So White Sox, I feel like they got a good pickup there for getting rid of Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly. So excited to see what how Nick Nestrini ends up being for him once he gets up to the bigs. The Angels. Angels are really going all out to support Shohei Otani and make this playoff push. So they got Otani and Mike Trout, obviously, two of the best players in the league. So the Angels, to back up this playoff push, they made a trade with the Chicago White Sox as well. They just acquired Lucas Giolito. The White Sox ended up getting two really good. Their second, the Angels' second and third top prospects, a pitcher and a catcher. Um, that's Kai Bush, Quaro, the catcher. Both great prospects. Sucks to see the Angels have to give that up. But for them to make this playoff push, that's what they need to be able to get a pitcher like Lucas Giolito. Next move the Angels have made, they also just acquired C.J. Crone and Randall Gruchek from the Rockies. Huge move. Randall Gruchek at shortstop and C.J. Crone at first. 
that's going to be huge for lineup. So they're going to have some hot bats going into the playoffs this year. This is going to be a very exciting team. Can't believe the Rockies parted away with them too. But the Rockies in exchange, they got two great pitchers in as prospects. They got Jake Madden and Mason Albright. People probably don't know too much about them, but they are very good they're, they're some of the Angels' top prospects when it comes to pitching. So another pitcher getting moved, David Robinson from the Mets, just got acquired by the Marlins. The Mets, in exchange, get a catcher and an infielder, um, Vargas and Hernandez, both top prospects for the Marlins. Uh, that's a good move for the Mets. They should definitely be selling with the position they're in. Another big team making some moves, Texas Rangers. They want to go to the World Series this year, and I could see it happening, especially after this. The Rangers just acquired Max Scherzer from the Mets. Huge move. In exchange to be able to get Max Scherzer, the Mets are getting Luis Acuna. And if you recognize the Acuna name, it's Ronald Acuna Jr.'s little brother. He is the number one prospect for the Rangers right now. Just an amazing player. So he is going to the Mets organization. We will see another Acuna, the other Acuna brother here in the bigs here pretty soon for the Mets. The Rangers, they need Max Scherzer, but that is, they they had to give up a lot for him. So the Rangers also acquired Jordan Montgomery. So some more pitching depth right there, which is huge. I know Nathan Evaldi, he apparently got hurt. And it's going to be out for a while. So picking up Max Scherzer and Jordan Montgomery has just been massive for him. In exchange, the St. Louis Cardinals, they're getting two pitchers and a shortstop in as prospects. So Cardinals getting some potential talent there. Fair trade-off. Cardinals should be sellers anyways because there's no way they're going to make playoffs this year. So might as well sell, see what they can do, build up some talent, build up their farm system some more. So big moves by the Rangers right there, getting Jordan Montgomery and Max Scherzer. Now the last two big ones that I wanted to talk about real quick are my Chicago Cubbies. They have made some moves, which is very surprising to me because knowing the Cubs, they weren't going to do anything. I didn't think they were going to do anything. And if anything, I thought they were going to end up trading away some people. They ended up just getting rid of some prospects, which kind of sucks, but at the same time, I'll get into it more here. Now, the Cubs, one of their biggest needs they have is that third base position. The Cubs just acquired Ymir Candelero from the Washington Nationals. He has been great at third base for the Nationals this season, and I'm excited to see what he can do for the Cubs. I mean, he's got 16 homers right now, great batting average. I mean, his bat's been hot. So he's going to be great at that third base position, and hopefully he can move that success over to the Cubs. Cubs maybe sign him after this season to a longer deal, and that'd just be a great third base hotspot because that's really what the Cubs are needing. To get him, though, they had to give up shortstop Kevin Mead in AAA and then pitcher DJ Hers in their farm system as well. He was he has a lot of talent coming up in the system, DJ Hers, but I know for sure he's still in double A, so he's still got a while until he gets there. It sucks getting rid of good top prospects like that, but hey, we really need a third baseman. Cubs are super hot right now. They're on a winning streak. They could make a playoff push. Not saying they'll get make it to the World Series, but hey, we could squeak into the playoffs, maybe create some action there. That was pretty big in my eyes. The next move the Cubs did, they picked up Jose Cuas from Kansas City. He's a relief pitcher for Kansas City, and that's exactly what the Cubs need. They needed a third baseman and relief pitching. 
Uh, starting pitching's been pretty good. So just relief pitchers. That's really what the Cubs have struggled with all year. Be able to get him. The Cubs had to give up Nelson Velasquez, which has been, when I've been checking Twitter and Instagram and all the social media boards, a lot of people are split on all this because Nelson Velasquez, he is a great player. He's already made it, played in the bigs a few games and has done very well, but he's been moved back down to AAA just for the fact that the Cubs outfield's crowded. They have, the Cubs have a lot of good prospects coming up here very shortly, and they're all outfielders and even our current outfielders. There's not much space there. So Nelson Velasquez, he's a great player, but there's just not much opportunity there in the Cubs organization to play. So the Cubs felt like it was a good move to end up trading him because he's going to get a lot more opportunity in Kansas City than he will in Chicago. So good move there by the Cubs. So those were all the big trades that have happened as of 2 o'clock on Tuesday, August 1st. So we'll see what else happens as the rest of the day goes on. Playoffs right around the corner. Exciting times, baby. Exciting times. Another exciting thing going on. Let's get into college sports a little bit. We haven't talked about college sports in a while. All right, might as well. Let's, let's do it. Come on. Let's just go ahead. So right now, I know everybody's been kind of keeping up with it, I hope. But the Pac-12 is about to disappear. They said today, the president of the Pac-12 conference is making an announcement on the new TV deal that they've been pushing off and trying to figure out for months now. And still nothing, there's a lot of people saying nothing is really going to happen. He's just going to come up and talk and just give updates. But as of earlier, as of the end of last week and this weekend, University of Colorado, the Buffaloes, Deion Sanders, they are going back to the Big 12 Conference. They officially said after this year, they're resigning from the Pac-12. Big 12 already has accepted them with open arms. So starting after this season, Colorado will be back to being a Big 12 school once again. So there's another team leaving the Pac-12 Conference. Wild. Because that is the first domino to fall in my eyes. Now that Colorado's leaving, there's rumors of Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State all wanting to join the Big 12 as well. And the two teams that also really surprised me that want to leave and go see their options of Big 12 as well is Oregon and Washington, which those I feel like would be huge targets for them because they're both really just legit programs in multiple sports. So... I thought Oregon and Washington could go Big Ten, but never know. So with Colorado going, though, that's going to be the first domino to fall that leads to these super mega conferences. Big 12, they with them getting Colorado now, that moves them to 13 teams. They said before the end of this season, they would like to add at least one more team to make it 14. They said they are opening it up to whoever's interested. So there's going to be a lot of teams competing for that. I keep hearing Arizona as the prime team because Arizona, they don't have the best football program. I mean, they're okay at football. They've been decent. They've been exciting at times. But basketball would be huge because, I mean, Arizona, Kansas, a couple times every year, that would be awesome. Arizona, from everything I'm gathering, is the top target right now. But there's also rumors of Connecticut 
and Gonzaga joining as basketball only. Which Gonzaga, they especially basketball, I mean, I don't even think Gonzaga has a football team, but Gonzaga basketball-wise, they need to join one of these legit power conferences just as basketball. They don't com- play with anybody. So this is this would really be their chance to join one of these conferences and show the world that they are as big as Duke, as big as Kentucky, as big as Kansas when it comes to basketball. Playing talent every year like that would just be huge and really just boost their program. I think it'd be cool. Big 12, I think, instantly would be one of the best basketball conferences in the U.S. The other quick news I wanted to update everybody. I saw, I don't know the exact legitimacy of it yet, but there are rumors going around that the Big Ten have come out that they are ready to start adding more teams as well. I know the Big Ten, they already have like 16 teams with the addition of USC and UCLA. So adding some more teams, they said some of the top targets right now is, of course, Washington, Oregon. And then the teams that also really surprised me is they said Clemson and Florida State, which was wild. Uh, because, you know, Clemson and Florida State are tied in with that deal with the ACC where they can't leave till 2036. So if they can find some way to get out of that deal, that would be really cool to see those teams join the Big Ten, even though I don't, I'm not used to seeing a Big Ten team in the South. Who cares where you're located? Join the Big Ten, baby. Uh, let's, I don't think Clemson and Florida State's going to be able to get out of the ACC deal. But that was the thing with Big 12, too, is why they don't want to add too many people yet because they do want to save some space for some ACC teams. Possibly my Louisville Cardinals. That would be really cool. But if Louisville doesn't go Big 12, I'd like to see Louisville go SEC. So that's that's another subject. Sorry, kind of getting kind of getting off track here. But, yeah, that's the updates I've been hearing. So we'll see what comes to fruition. A lot of changes going on. I'll keep updating everybody as things keep moving. But I know Pac-12 right now, they're freaking out. Their commissioner, president, he is freaking out. So Pac-12 could be dissolved here pretty soon. We'll see what happens. But Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sup Guys podcast. As always, this is your host, Big Reader here. Really appreciate everybody tuning in. As always, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Tune in to any of those. Share them with your friends. Have them listen. Really appreciate putting the word out there. We are on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Threads. So check us out on our social media page as well. So hope everybody has a great rest of the week and great weekend. See you guys next week.